about them. The positive business outcomes require capabilities and the metrics are about them. And their involvement means they're interested and, and they own it. And lack of involvement means the opposite. It means you're in trouble on your deal. You're listening to the Audible Ready Podcast, the show that helps you and your teams sell more faster. We'll feature sales leaders sharing their best insights on how to create a sales engine that helps you fuel repeatable revenue growth. Presented by the team at Force Management, a leader in B2B sales effectiveness. Let's get started. Hello, and welcome to the Audible Ready Podcast by Force Management. I'm Rachel Clep Miller with Force Management. I'm joined today by our very own John Kaplan. Good morning, Rachel. Great to be here. Yes, John, I'm excited about today's topic. It's going to be a big one for those of you listening who have had command of the message. But if you haven't, it's still great skill for any salesperson to have. We're talking about recapping the what we heard information. Or for those of you who aren't familiar with command of the message, it's really replaying your discovery sessions. Yeah, you know, I I think this is a big one, a really, really relevant topic. And Really, what we're talking about is summarizing the discovery you've done up until this point in the sales process and using that summary to your advantage. There's two kind of main case use cases. Number one is you kind of use it to start a meeting to ground everyone on what you know and what you don't know. And and number two, you use it to kind of recap the meeting and push to the next step. So those are the two use cases we're going to talk about. And that what we heard is a way for you to continuously fill up those three things you need on every deal. We say it repeatedly on the podcast and our content on our website, in our trainings, it's positive business outcomes, it's required capabilities and metrics. Yeah. You know, I, I think as sellers, we're always trying to kind of simplify our sales motion. And this is a really, really good way to think about simplifying your sales motion. So while you're talking to a customer in discovery, you have to fill up three buckets during discovery. You have to fill up the positive business outcomes, the required capabilities and metrics. Rachel, we have tons of podcasts. We have tons of content on why those three things are so critical, why you have to have those buckets filled up before you turn and talk about yourself. You can't sell anything until you have these things. So, you know, we start meetings with this, with this concept, we wrap up meetings with this concept. And uh, just a, a, a little kind of refresher is PDOs require capabilities and metrics. They can change or morph at any time throughout the sales cycle. And so you have to be on the lookout for when these things change. So you got to be on the lookout for what changes and why they change. This is why it's, it's just kind of a simple concept for me. So if a required capability has changed, is that because there's a new competitor involved? And if there's a, if a, has a positive business outcome, better, bigger positive business outcome been established because, you know, we're speaking to someone with more power and influence. And so these things can morph and change throughout the sales cycle. And I think the simple motion is, is that whether we're starting a meeting or we're recapping a meeting, we're always focused on those three critical buckets of positive business outcomes, required capabilities and metrics. Right. They give you that grounding foundation to, to signal 
what is important to different influential decision makers in the deal and ground the conversation. So what are your best practices with recapping this? I mean, it's one thing to get that information, right? With great discovery questions and having great sales conversations to get that information, the PBO's required capabilities and metrics. But what we're really talking about here today is then how do you play it, play it back. So give us some best practices with using them either at the start of meetings or recapping. Yeah, you know, if I just step back for a moment, like, why are we doing this? You know, why do we talk about positive business outcomes, required capabilities and metrics? And why do we make this kind of the foundation of everything that we're doing when we're having sales conversations? We got to remember that survey that they've been doing for the last 50 years. And the, the, the results have come back the exact same for the last five decades. We, we believe they're thousands of years old. So you'll hear us sometimes when we're doing trainings, you'll hear us say it's Egypt old. Well, what they surveyed was they asked buyers of goods and services about sellers. And they said, what are some of the challenges that you have with sellers? And for 50 years, it's come back the same. Number one is they don't believe that we understand their business. They fundamentally don't believe that we understand their business. And number two is they don't believe we listen very well. And so these are what we call the seller deficit disorder. And Rachel, we got great content on the seller deficit disorder. You might attach it here, you know, in the podcast. But if you think about that, that's what you're dealing with every time you have a conversation with a customer, whether you're first starting with a customer or whether you're recapping some conversation. So some best practices is we use it we, and we suggest you use it at the top of every sales call with every person. You open up with, okay, so today we're going to be focusing on three main things and we can talk about positive business outcomes the things that are required in order for you to achieve those positive business outcomes and the, how you're going to measure success. You can recap, and I call it the ultimate summation. So what we've heard you talk about today, Mr. and Mrs. Customer, these are the positive business outcomes that you identified. Here are the required capabilities that you talked about, and here are the things that you said you were going to measure success. Now, what have we just done? Here are the positive business outcomes I am understanding their business, which is attacking the seller deficit disorder head on. And what we heard you say, Mr. and Mrs. Customer, attacks the fact that whether or not we listened or not. So the real big point that we want to make here is that by just using those simple concepts, you are attacking something that has been in place for thousands of years. Customer doesn't believe you understand their business or have any intent to understand their business and they don't believe that you listen very well. So you should use it in email communication. You should use it in phone conversation and wrapping up a phone conversation. And a tip for managers is role play this. So how are you going to open up these calls? How are you going to do an ultimate summation at the end of a call? Let me see your email communication with your customer that you're going to send back. It should be about the positive business outcomes require capabilities and metrics. It's not a hard concept. It is, uh, you know, filling up three buckets and the process of filling up three buckets. And I think managers, you can do a really, really good favor for your learning and skill set for your sellers. Role play it with them. Yeah, I think the this concept, as you said, every time you you share it, you are reminding them that you are a trusted advisor, that you have a vested interest in them solving their problem, but you understand their business because you keep 
reiterating the bullets that they told you, right? This, this is why we call yeah. it the, what we heard. One yeah. of the pushbacks I know that we often hear from reps who use this at the start of every call that they feel like it's too repetitive. Like I'm starting every call. I'm, you know, we're doing a lot of calls to move opportunities forward and that they feel that it's, yeah. it's too it's saying the same thing over and over again. It's too repetitive, especially when they've got busy executives on the phone. What do, what, yeah. do you, what do you say to that? It's such a really, really good point, and it's real. So I actually had an executive say to me one time when I was repeating the positive outcomes, required capabilities, and metrics, which was really kind of like, hey, what we heard. And it was like the third meeting with this executive, and the executive interrupted me and said, Yes, John, they're still the same. And it was with a, a little bit of an attitude or a little bit of frustration. So I could sense, so I could sense that they were a little frustrated. And and then I explained to them what I was doing. You know, the reason why I'm repeating this, because if we agree on the positive outcomes, required capabilities, and the metrics, we kind of ensure that we're going to be aligned on this, this conversation. And also we use this to look for if something's changed that we need to be aware of. We just don't want to assume that nothing's changing in your dynamic environment. And then for us at Force Management, this is a true story. This is exactly how I said it. I said, you know, this is exactly what we're going to teach your sellers to do. And so later on, after we got the deal, after we begin to implement, you know, command of the message at this, this very, very great and uh, great customer of ours and has been a customer for a long, long time. This executive got up on the stage and actually told the story, told the story about the, what we heard. And it was amazing because what they said was what we realized was these people at force management were walk, were a walking audition for what we were going to get. And I've never, ever forgotten that it's, you know, so for me, it's not always as much about what you sell. Sometimes how you sell can be just as important. And I'll never, ever forget that. So keep that in, you know, in a special place in your heart. If you feel frustration and somebody's like, you know, why are we repeating these? It's still the same. Just be authentic. Call it out and say, hey, I think I'm frustrating you a little bit. I'm sorry. I'm not intending to. This is why we go over these. We're looking for any changes. We're looking for alignment. Just be authentic. Yeah. One of the things I know that even our reps sometimes do is they, this is a, as the third call or fourth call. And, and it's when the, what we heard slide comes up, they'll have an actual, the customer review it rather than them say, I love that they have the customer. Yeah. I love that. You know, like the, the champion should own the positive business outcomes, required capabilities and metrics. And as you're progressing in a, in an opportunity, you should actually ask yourself, if I don't have anybody inside the company who could say these, if I wasn't here, then that's a problem. Cause that means it's all about us and not about them. That's a big problem. Yeah. And, and throwing, throwing the slide up or reviewing these information is a great way to, as you said, gain insight on how your deal is progressing. What we haven't talked about is when you hear silence. So you throw it up there and there's silence and you got to get people to participate in the process. A lot of times I'll be on these calls and they'll be like, Hey, this is what we've heard so far. And people are just kind of giving you the nod. They're like, yep. Yep. And you've got to make that interactive. You've got to, you know, you got to call on people. You, 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 you got to get people involved because it's, it's about them. The positive business outcomes, required capabilities and the metrics are about them. And 
their involvement means they're interested and, and they own it. And lack of involvement means the opposite. It means you're in trouble on your deal. And I think also, you know, we talk about digging deep and finding the, the problems that they can't go another day without being fixed. And those are the kind of problems that you want to be solving as a salesperson. But you also want to remember, especially on the, what we heard, you're pointing out challenges that they're having or problems. So you really want to take care in communicating them. Right. So this is such a good point because you've got to be conscious of being judgmental or acting as if, you know, you're, you're kind of airing their dirty laundry without earning the right. So, so you got to use phrases like, Hey, we've talked about this and, or you've shared this with us versus I've seen people like, just kind of, it's like a news story, you know, you're reporting on the problem. So your deport, your department sucks. They're in the hot seat, you know, and you know, nobody likes you and your performance sucks and you can't be accusatory. So you should practice it, sit with a peer, sit with your boss, recap the, what we heard and paint the picture as if this is what the knowledge is that you gained by interacting with people at the account. And again, it will attack that seller deficit disorder. You understand our business and you've listened to us. Another tactic you can use too, is remember that most likely the problem that you're solving with that particular customer is a problem that you've solved over and over again with other companies. So a good thing maybe to include on the bullets or, ex or in what you say is to remind them that, Hey, you're having this challenges. A lot of co other companies in your space have this same challenge. You're not alone. Just Love, that. Them that Love that Rach. That's a great point. Yeah. Love it. They don't just suck. Everybody sucks. That's, you know, <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> I think this dirty airing the dirty laundry and, and uh, talking about those negative consequences or challenges that they're having. It's important, you know, when you're delivering the message to soften the blow a little bit, but also pay attention to those emails that you're writing as you're wrapping up calls. We talked about how you can use the, what we heard to recap a call, throw it in an email to push for next steps. We do that a lot here at force management. But remember that email is probably going to get forwarded to people who might not have been in the conversation, yeah. who might not have heard you deliver the message. So you really want to look at those bullets and think about how they might come across. So you might want to throw some extra language in those bullets to make sure you're not just sending an email recapping the call with 12 challenges that they need to fix or they're going to go under. Yeah, that's a really, really good point. Rachel, you're making better points on this topic than I am. Next week, we're switching. I'm interviewing you. Well done. Well done. Well, this is it's an important topic. I know that I've even looked at emails of our own salespeople and kind of help them soften up some stuff. Yeah. So, and I know this concept is something that comes up a lot, even after our trainings. And that tool is, is really powerful because if you think about it, a lot of the problems that are customers help their clients solve, like the salespeople we work with, they're solving really complex issues. And the people that own those are usually kind of drowning and they don't know how to get out of their own way. Sometimes they can't see the forest through the trees. They don't even know how to fix it. So the power that you bring as a salesperson to whittle that down into a, what we heard slide, that's really clear with positive business outcomes, required capabilities and metrics. Like here's what you need to do to solve that is really powerful. And that's why we're so passionate about this slide called what we heard. Yeah. It's a, you know, it's a path to success. I think it, it, it gives people the hope 
that if they work with you, that you're going to take them to a place that they couldn't get to on their own. And, and I do that. Like when I'm buying something, I tend to navigate to, or, you know, to, to, to move towards people that I feel I'm more comfortable that they have a, a path to my success. And, and it's all really about simplifying the, you know, the selling process for the seller, but also the buying process for the buyer. Really, really good points. Yeah. So I, as we wrap the conversation up, I think we should just bring it back to discovery and remember that making that what we heard work for you requires good discovery. I mean, if you want to have good bullets on that slide, you need to have great discovery and you can't rush it. You can't do it in, in 15 minutes. Yeah. You know, I, uh, people ask me this all the time, Rachel, they're like, how long should a sales call take? And really what they're asking me is, do you expect me to do all of that in X amount of time? And so I, I really want to kind of give people some peace on this subject. I'm not saying that you have to get positive business outcomes, required capabilities and metrics on a single call. What I am saying definitively is you can't sell anybody anything until you have those buckets filled up. So you need to tell me, because if you're a BDR, an SDR, you're an inside seller, that's typically why these questions come up. Like, how much time do you really expect that I'm going to get for discovery? And I think customers will give you as much time as you earn. And so for me, it really depends on how long it takes you to build the mantra of positive business outcomes, required capabilities, and metrics. I never say that all of this has to be done in one call. But what I do say is that while you're on the phone or while you're in front of a customer face to face, whatever you do, you should build in a natural balance of listening through discovery and then earning the right to tell them about you and your value. So if you had a half hour scheduled, it's probably 15 and 15. If you had an hour scheduled, it's probably 30 and 30. The point being is however much time you get, you've got to ban first and foremost, you got to fill up the three buckets. If you can't fill them up all in one call, it doesn't matter. Don't worry about trying to do everything at once. Worry about doing really, really good quality discovery which earns the right for you to attach your value of how you do it, how you do it differently or better to something that they really, really care about. So don't get hung up on the time. I know it's a tough one for inside sellers and SDRs that are, they're kind of feeling like, well, we're dialing for dollars and I don't want you to feel like you're dialing for dollars. You're dialing for the exact same thing that the enterprise rep is dialing for. You're dialing to attach your value to a problem that exists how much time you have and how you go about doing that varies in all different environments. Focus on the process of building out those buckets and you'll be really, really good to go. You'll get more time because you've earned it. Great. Thank you so much. I feel like I should wrap up this conversation by saying what I heard was, um, but, (laughs) (laughs) um, but thank you all to listen for listening. John mentioned our content that we have around the seller deficit disorder and overcoming that perception that you don't listen. Uh, you don't understand your prospects business. I'm going to go ahead and link some of that into the show notes. So go ahead and check that out. And thank you. Thank you for listening to our our podcast, More to Come. Awesome. Go get them. 
At Force Management, we're focused on transforming sales organizations into elite teams. Our proven methodologies deliver programs that build company alignment and fuel repeatable revenue growth. Give your teams the ability to execute the growth strategy at the point of sale. Our strength is our experience. The proof is in our results. Let's get started. Visit us at forcemanagement.com. You've been listening to the Audible Ready Podcast. To not miss an episode, subscribe to the show in your favorite podcast player. Until next time.